0: shell fantasy all right i know i said i wasn't going to mention this but we cracked you said you were going to mention i it. said i, I yeah <laughs> this is actually really this is not bad so i'm really regretting my can says shake well on it and i think i really should have shaken it well because it's very like hmm is that the Italian ice one? Yeah, take a sip of this.
1: Italian breeze. Oh,
0: sorry. Italian breeze. Let's see. Oh, the, the Reco Derg League. Right, oh, I'll yeah, this is this is light. That's not bad. That's okay. not bad. I'll take a sip of this. Craig, okay. you want. I'll try these. That's gross. That face looks. It's not all.
2: like. That gross, but it's not good. All right, run no. through these now. So we'll get right. a sip of that. Well, that was a uh, <laughs> coconut honey and pineapple beer. So oh, I okay. thought that that would try uh, this. Taste like mind? shit. Yeah, go ahead. So uh, we. Uh, so this is the Recordaling
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a sweet. It looks like it's a Swedish seltzer. Oh, well, at least that—that's a Treehouse. Whatever it is, it's still Treehouse. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's the brand's there. The other two, I don't know. It's very what the hell raspberry it. forward.
2: Well, yeah, it's a
0: yes. uh, it's mixed berry. Uh, so everybody following along, you have any idea what the hell we're talking about? I actually might drink this. Is this is water. Oh, goodness. Yeah, this that is... is well, that's like, I mean, that's like somebody made Kool-Aid and they didn't put so enough sugar it in it. It says right on it, shake well, and then it says vodka, limoncello,
1: lemon, cranberry, and raspberry juice, and I feel like all the juice is on the top and all of the alcohol is settled to the bottom,
0: so yeah. I'm going to slowly try yeah. to, like, swirl it, because I've had to shake Shove it. Shove your finger <laughs> in Shake the tip. it, not stare. <laughs> uh, stare, not shaken. But
2: what I actually am going to enjoy tonight is a... Im- Imaginary Cartwheel by the Stoneface Brewing Company again. I liked them last time. Couldn't say enough great things Stone about this face. one. I uh, I am also
0: going to going to drink that. I'm I am i am going to talk through what just happened because we just went on for a minute and a half. Nobody knows what happened. Listen, our Survivor talk
2: last time was 5 whole minutes and let me tell you, <laughs> yeah, listen, I haven't watched Survivor in 20 seasons that was and I relevant. might watch it now.
0: <laughs> that was relevant. It actually it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. Some new twist and turn. I won't I won't ruin it for anybody. Um, Top Shelf Fantasy Top Shelf Fantasy.com Twitter, Instagram, Facebook Top Shelf FNTSY Today is no date 2021 What is today? Today is 23rd? 23rd 22nd 23rd. 23rd Today is September 23rd Thursday is September 23rd uh, Podcast 160 Carolina beating Houston 7-0 With, oh, uh, about, with about 13 uh, minutes left in the, in the, sec- in the uh, second quarter So that's where we are If, if you want to know when and uh, where we're recording this uh, we have starts and sits coming up, sweat my sack off. It is warm. It is very warm in Where here. It's, it's
1: unseasonably warm. It's freaking almost October in New England, and we got a
0: 80-degree day. Come on, get out of here. Yeah, well, and the humidity is what's... It's, that'll brutal. get you. That's yeah. what'll get you. Yeah, Tom, don't leave your window open on humid days. It's not the heat. It's the humidity. It's the humidity. Uh, the dry heat's fine. You know, like dry rain? Dry rain's Dry fine. rain. Dry you rain know, is sometimes is all, all you need here. is a Bud Light to hydrate you much better than water. <laughs> um... I feel like there's something else I was just going to say. Oh, we all did our shotguns. Shotguns yeah, paid up.
1: Dow's filled in. Filled in for Scotty, even though I won. So, thank you for showing up, Scott. Yeah. No, I that's think why, you just that's thought, why I didn't show up. I just think
2: yeah. that you thought you lost anyway. And you're I just, just, just like, oh, I, it's just natural. Because
0: <laughs> usually my friggin' dart throws a fullback. <laughs> so, what we do. It's funny. Oh, in our fantasy, we in our fantasy leagues, we do, uh, you know, if you get least amount of points, you have to do a shotgun before the the kickoff next week. Thousand <laughs> to do three of them because Listen, we have a penalty. It's if you do, don't do it, it's due by the following Thursday night game.
1: I, yeah, you know, I work. I got a busy schedule. I got to be up. I got shit to do at night. Was whatever. What are you
0: gonna do? We got a big play. We got a big play. Ah, uh, uh, bringing it back. Bringing it back. Are uh, they bringing it back? But either yeah, way, it looked like DJ Moore wasn't tackled. But yeah, exactly. yeah Either way, I had to do three of them back to back.
1: You know, I would like. I'd like some uh, some props for my high video quality. I had some nice music playing in the background, and you know, I really tried to class the joint up a bit. Yeah. Instead I mean, of Chris gotta, doing them shirtless like a
0: psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give the people some uh, some juice, you know? <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get into some news. OBJ and Evan Ingram are set to make their debuts. Huge. Which is going to be huge for Cleveland, right? Because they just lost Jarvis Landry yep. to the IR, which that's m- at minimum <laughs> three weeks. So you have OBJ coming back.
2: Um, Evan Ingram, nah. I mean, would we care, really care? I mean, Kenny Galladay hasn't done shit. Uh, Sterling Shepard's been the only one that's been catching balls there. Yeah, uh, Darius, Darius Slate's Le- been
1: dropping balls in the end zone. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I mean he still ended up having a good day because he had another touchdown. But good lord, he could have had a massive day. Yep. But that's the thing, Daniel Jones has been running a lot more, so the wide receivers and the you know the overall receivers have not been getting that much work. So if you're an Evan Ingram owner, I pre- I-, I would I would pause before you start him.
1: Yeah, you're happy that he's playing because you've probably still rostered him based on what you think that he can do now that he's back. So you're happy. I would agree with Craig at cost. You to wait a week. Uh, he does have a juicy matchup though, so maybe you're sitting there, depending on who you have. I mean, if you're playing based on matchups, he's he's streamable.
2: I would say in Hot word of the week. In what you were drafting too, he was going really late, so I wouldn't know that he's either either that much owned or was even the first option that they got at tight end.
1: I'd so. say very likely though. If you did draft him and you thought he was going to be your guy, you just went out and picked up Jared Cook, who you can just play again this
0: week. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's all streamable guys, all streamable tight ends. Most you know? would say, so, you know, streamable. Some wouldn't, I guess. Outside of the top five. <laughs> uh, T. Higgins is on uh, pace to sit this week. So, who put this one in here? Craig Scotty? I haven't I seen I didn't put T. it in. H- Scott probably
2: put it in, but I, it is true. I've, I've looked. He has not been playing. There was a play. Now, I think that he does play because it happened in the third quarter before his touchdown. Is that his his arm got either pulled out of the socket or something uh, of the likes of what happened with Baker Mayfield? They pop it back in. He went back out. I th- I th- really do believe that because he was seen holding his arm, but he did go back in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's sore. You know, you're not gonna put put the guy you know through a week of practice. You know, especially in in my opinion, their leading receiver right now in the receiving room. Like while Jamar Chase is making all the big plays, T. Higgins realistically is the one that they're going to first. So I think they're just giving, giving pause. I would, it could be a true game time decision if that's the case. Um, you know, that would be a huge bump to, to chase and, and notably Boyd, um, you know, someone that is probably riding the bench for most people in, in their leagues. Yeah. I And it,
0: it's big because I mean, this is an offense that's passing the ball a lot. So yeah. you take a pass catcher out and then you have two other capable pass catchers. What's, what's that do for them? Um,
2: Dalvin Cook sits out on Thursday. This one I feel like is more concerning because it did happen right at the end of the game. So there's no indication that, oh, is it okay? And Dalvin, did he come back? They haven't said anything on it. They said maybe a sprained ankle. Um, It is Dalvin Cook. He has played through injuries in the past. But again, a lot of Dalvin Cook's production is based off of 20-plus snaps or 20-plus carries, and, and is he going to get that when he is a little bit more hurt? I mean, they have a guy waiting in the wings to to take some of that you know work away.
1: Yeah, and it's tough with Alvin Cook, too, because he's a guy that they will play on one day of practice. If he comes out Friday and he practices, they'll say, okay, Absolutely. you're good to go. We, you know, we know what you can do. You don't need to be here. Just log the mental reps on the sideline and, and go from there. But tomorrow is going to be the big indicator day. If he doesn't practice tomorrow, I'm worried.
2: Yeah, because tomorrow is a padded practice, yep. whereas Saturday's a walkthrough, because a lot of the times those players that – are on the cusp. They'll still get a limited session in on Saturday, but it's really, they're just sitting there with a shirt on.
0: Yeah. So uh, fourth and one at Houston's five-yard line, the Panthers just decided to run a running back draw not with CMC, but with Chuba Hubbard, and I don't think they got it. You love to see this is it. the like, NFL what the, now. What the hell so, are they doing? So
2: many shotgun Was it a shotgun right back draw, oh, to yeah. too? Yep. Oh, of course, of course it was. Because why out, wouldn't it be? They're
1: just outthinking themselves left and right. At some point, line up and punch the ball down people's throats. The teams that do that have success. When you try to get tricky,
0: it blows up in your face. Just you run it with your best player. Do a QB sneak? What the hell was that? Ugh. Ugh. Uh, Josh Jacobs practices with the non-contact jersey, which mm-hmm. good to see him on the field. I don't think the the non contact jerseys is more than likely just precautionary. Like the dude's
2: the dude's broken. They would not have him standing on his foot if they felt like he was not gonna play again this week. And that's why he sat out last week all week because it's his toe, it's his ankle. And that you know, that's one big area where you don't wanna mess with this early in the season. So if he was gonna if he was gonna sit out this week on Sunday, he would there wouldn't even be a limited practice with a non contact. Right. Jersey. Like non
1: contact doesn't really apply to your ankle. Like they're testing it out to right. be on the field. And yes, like obviously they don't want it rolled up on, they don't want him on the yeah, ground if he gets, getting it. But like being on the field running running the ball, touching the ball, cutting, yada yada, that's the test. No yeah. need to no need to pile on with actually hitting him.
2: Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. I mean if he, if he gets a DMP tomorrow, he's out. For a Sunday, for sure. Yep. And he, and then we're talking maybe week four. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Do you feel comfortable starting Drake if Jacobs is out on Sunday? 100%. I'm, t- I'm absolutely starting Drake.
1: As a flex play, yeah. I wouldn't expect him to go huge, but like 10 points is, is well within. I mean, the, as the sole running back really in that offense, I mean – he well, he, we, he can
0: easily find the end zone. That's, that's well, what you're looking he for. can he can find it, but, I mean, we talked about it on Tuesday. The reason I bring it up is because he didn't get the carries. Peyton Barber got most of the carries. Peyton Barber looked like dog shit, but it almost doesn't matter, right? I mean, but right. he he got the passing work. Um, Daryl Henderson did not practice on, on Thursday.
2: He's got a bad rim injury. He's not going to play.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think he plays. He's actually my running back sit of the week, and I'm thinking about changing it um, just because he is hurt. He also plays Tampa. And he hasn't we'll had. Move
2: it right over to Sony
0: Michel if that's the case. Yeah, he hasn't. He hasn't had a good season so far. I mean, he isn't getting.
2: He has looked good. Like I will say, there has been some runs where it's like Henderson looks good, but now he's got that injury. It's it's right. not.
1: And that's a monumental injury for running back. You're absolutely. running between the biggest guys on the field, your O line and their D line, and the linebackers are getting a nice running start at you, and they're hitting you in the gut. That's. I mean, good luck with broken ribs or di- injured ribs or rib cartilage or ri- cartilage of this and that. The other thing, it's a big deal. So play Sony. Be smart. Play Sony. Don't, not you play Sony. Sean McVay, you play Sony. Fantasy owners sit Sony because it's still Tampa Bay. I don't want. Right. I don't want Sony. I don't want Jake Funk. Funk. Yeah. It should be a pass-heavy attack against a weaker and injured Tampa Bay secondary. But it might not matter. The game's just going to probably be forty points for Tampa. Well, you know, twenty-eight for the Rams. You know
2: what I was thinking is, is this might be, uh, and I didn't make it a six, but this might be a a down game for Tom Brady because they might be up, and you know, if if they do go quick and it is Tampa's defense, you know, beating down the Rams, it's I'm very not true. sure Brady needs to be out there like. It's very true, but it's just at.
1: like I think Brady just wants to light the NFL on fire still. And I think he's gonna throw oh. for.
0: He wants every game for three hundred yards. Oh, did you see that that replay they just no. showed? Sorry, that was CMC striding, trying to high leg, landed on his uh, right ankle and popped up in the air. You don't like I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't have the remote on me to rewind it, so you guys like can see. It, I have. It I looks have, like maybe he could
2: be. I have an update. Chris McCaffrey is now listed as out for the rest of the game with a hamstring injury.
0: I hate that. No, this guy. you don't.
2: I do. I do. I have. No, you don't. Christian McCaffrey is out with the hamstring per Fox. I think the game's on oh, Fox.
1: And Scott just texted. Hammy, not good.
0: Great. We jinxed <laughs> oh, it. We were talking God. about it before the podcast.
1: We said Christian McCaffrey's been the longest, as oh, long as a first no. round pick has
2: lasted in, in a while. So early on waiver ad, Chuba Hubbard. <laughs> Chuba Hubbard. Oh, <laughs> my God. Which is going to be massive. That uh, one is $100. No, it's not a $100 bid. Jesus it's not Lord, don't. Bad. But. but
0: well, it explains now why they were giving the ball to Chuba Hubbard on fourth and one inside the five and not CMC. So CMC wow. must have hurt himself badly if he's out. out. He's not even he's questionable. Out. He's out in the second quarter. Wow. Well, we'll see what we'll see what happens. That's not around. even a
1: questionable. He goes to the locker room at halftime, reevaluate, he comes back at, with a questionable tag, whatever. This is out in the second quarter. That's
0: not good. You don't like that. All right, moving on. Deontay Johnson. Yeah. Uh, Deontay Johnson didn't practice on, uh, Wednesday or Thursday. So he's, he's missed both sets of practice this week. Um, it's, it's notable because again, I mean, it's kind of the same thing with T Higgins, right? I mean, you have three capable pass catchers, Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith-Schuster and Chase Claypool. All three of them are getting in each other's way. I mean, Deontay is usually fine by himself, but it's Juju and, and Claypool who suffer with, with him on the field. If, if he's not on the field, what's it look like for those two? And what's it look like for Deontay Johnson owners? This isn't new well,
2: with Deontay, right? No, exactly. So, I mean, and that's kind hit of We on, hit on it on Tuesday um, was that if, if there's a situation where Deontay Johnson's hurt, he may play, but he's also going to be in and out of the game the entire time. So, we're not talking about a lot of playing time on a guy who's already been a little inconsistent. So... I would I would be cautious to, to play him. I would look for something else that can get you a, a good floor. I mean, Deontay, of course, he's going to get you that high ceiling, but, I mean, do you really need that in your lineup this week?
1: And realistically, Big Ben has looked bad, like, for all three wide receivers. So, even if Deontay's out and it's just Chase and it's um, Chase and Juju, like, what's their upside? Juju's probably his high on the year is like, 10.4 points and half PPR. I don't know what Chase's is. It's lower than that. So, I don't know. I don't know that I want to be playing any Steeler wide receiver, regardless of injuries or not. Like if you drafted him, maybe you have to as a flex play, whatever. But Deontay being out doesn't instantly make these guys like world beaters to me either.
2: I almost made Claypool a sit too, but I, but it's Claypool. Cause I was like, I could easily just be so wrong against 40 points. Right. Like that's just his thing. Um, and, but, but uh, it's, uh, it's they it is a, it's a,
1: big Ben is dealing with a, an injury to his throwing arm as well. So he said he's in pain, but he can throw.
2: Okay. sounds. Like we've his heard career. This, We've heard
0: this story before, <laughs> right?
2: And when I say difficult matchup, I don't, I don't mean that. I mean the Cincinnati Bengals are obviously a trash defense, but it. The, I mean the over low. I mean it's yeah. forty three and a half. The 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 thing is, should be a Najee Harris game, probably. That's what I think. I think yeah. it should be a Najee Harris divisional game. game. Yeah, <clears> And, and
0: Kareem Benny Snell, and just gonna throw cute this with out it. there. Little,
2: little cute with it. And, and just gonna throw this out there. Not not that I've I've seen the stats hit, but. Eric Ebron kind of looks like he's in the best shape of his life right now. He look because he's always been pudgy. You've always kind of seen him look not you know fast. he's always huffing and puffing on the field. But N- Eric N- Ebron this pudgy. year, yeah, NFL <laughs> pudgy. Eric Ebron this year does look decent, so that he might he might actually get in there and take a little bit more away this this game than you he's know. My, he's my
0: backup dynasty tight end, so it might be nice to see him do something and maybe. I can ship him. I mean, he might. Finish well, the problem as, is, is he that Pr- as Pat, as Pat like Fryermuth a, is also there. He, also he could be like a top, you know, a top five tight end. And then, I mean, his ceiling. I mean, it he, just, he must be worth tight end two. Then, <laughs> so you know?
1: I was going to say though, Pat Fryermuth is sneaking his way on the field. Fifty nine percent snap share last week to Eric Ebron's forty three.
2: But the thing well, is, is it, it it does seem as though because I have seen uh, them get. Fryermuth and and Ebron involved it does seem as though that you know Big Ben is starting to bring that ball in a little bit you know closer to the line of scrimmage rather than oh, going yeah. farther.
1: Well if his shoulders bugging
0: him, it makes sense. Make the five yard check down instead of trying to bomb it. Uh San Francisco 49ers. Uh, so they stay on the uh, on the RB binge. They they signed Chris Thompson. Uh, but yes. Trey S- Sermon actually found his way onto the practice field. Yep. Uh, it looks like he might clear the protocol. Somehow, Shanahan is saying that he's he's on track to play. We'll see if that's coach speak or whatever. I mean, he got hit hard. It was. I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if he landed on his head. Yeah, (laughs) he
2: immediately grabbed his head and looked like he was bawling his eyes out. So
0: what they have right now is a hurt Eli Mitchell, who's dealing with a shoulder injury. They have Jamichael Hasty, who hit the IR right. Yep. Uh, They have Trey Sermon, who's still in concussion protocol, hasn't cleared it. They signed an XFL running back, yep. Jakey's Patrick. They signed um, Chris Trent, Thompson. Trenton Cannon. They Well, they picked up Trenton Cannon a uh, week ago, yep. right? Um, carry on.
2: They have carry on Johnson. Yeah. They brought in, they haven't signed yet, but they have brought in Lamar Miller and Duke Johnson too. They
0: brought in Lamar Miller and Duke Johnson. <laughs> and TJ Eldon And TJ Eldon So I'm on 10 and I, I haven't Even touched Raheem Moser and Jeff Wilson Yeah, I was going to say, I still, I'm still i still missing some so, It's year after year after year with these guys I don't get it, I just don't <laughs>
2: Which is why we were saying Yeah, Eli Mitchell's a good bid in waivers But don't blow your load because it's San Cisco running backs Yeah, I mean, and that's
0: that's going to be the bigger issue, right? Is It's not even like, oh, hey, I have a healthy running back. It's Well, he's a San Francisco running back, so what work is he actually going to get? Uh, Lamar uh, Jackson, mispractice, non-COVID stomach bug. He says he's going to be fine. He's sick, but he's fine. So. Yeah. Oh.
2: So we'll have another option to see him run to the bathroom in the middle of the game, <laughs> come yeah. back and throw a touchdown to Marquise Brown for 70 yards. I think
0: this is interesting, though, right? Because... With the world of COVID and players still going on and off of the COVID list, don't you think the NFL at some point has to be like, well, we have to test Lamar before the game oh, um, to make sure he doesn't have? If COVID. you're
2: showing, I'm pretty sure if he's showing symptoms, they test them for COVID.
0: Right. So we don't know what the outcome of of that is because he just missed practice. But if he if he ends up testing positive, he's out for the game on Sunday. He yeah. can't come back. Right, if,
1: if they send a guy out to do the test, he'll test tomorrow. It'll come back Saturday, and he won't play if they determine that he has COVID. And with the number of—he could have a, a test, a false positive comeback, and they won't catch it in time for him to even play on Sunday. So, Right. I don't know who their backup is. I forget it's his name. It's Tyler Huntley, and Yeah, he looked fantastic He had in a pre-season. great preseason, yeah.
2: If, if in two quarterback leagues only, I would absolutely start Tyler Huntley this week against the Detroit Lions. Yes. He looked great in preseason, and they're playing the Lions.
0: Okay, fair enough. I, I think Lamar plays. I do, too. I don't think, oh, I, I do, think I do, I do a, too. Yeah, I, I think it, I think it's a non-story, but it is interesting to kind of think about that. You know, hey, there's a chance that any any time on a dime, somebody could hit the COVID list. Tyrell Williams headed to the IR. Now, I don't know if this Tyrell Williams is actually hurt or that Quintez Cephas and Amon Ra St. Brown looked... Huh. Fil- well, I mean, Quintez Kali- Cephas... Khalif Kali- Raymond looks good, too. Khalif Raymond looks good. I don't know if you guys saw, but Amon Ra had some ups. Cephas yep. had... Right, massive combination skills.
2: Cephas is playing like an alpha right now. He's alpha.
0: big boy. Yeah, and uh, I love Cephus coming. Out.
2: Tyrell's out with a concussion, so
1: a bad concussion. If he got IR from it,
0: oh, they. I didn't realize that he actually. I didn't know it was a concussion. I thought it was. I just. I thought it he up, was yeah. inactive in week two, too. He, he was. He was inactive last. Week. <laughs> yeah, but oh, was, so he's had a concussion since week one, and they decided to put him on the IR. That's rough. Ooh, that's yep. brutal.
1: And I mean, this is the the next thing in a long string of injuries for Tyrell Williams. So, I mean, hopefully you didn't trade for him in your league. That was just foolish.
2: Yeah, hopefully you didn't <laughs> trade for him and give a quarterback to someone who and didn't was, have a quarterback in a two quarterback and, league. And, and then now support. you're zero
1: and two, and you have the least points in the league, and the other person is two and zero, and
0: I mean middling in the league. Mid, I mean middle of the ground for points, but
2: so you know whatever. Just I, I yeah. just I, the, I digress. Digress. Okay,
0: Amari uh, Cooper's still dealing with some rib injuries. Um again we kind of talked about it on on uh on Tuesday. It's interesting because Amari Cooper kind of has had this soft uh cloud hanging over his head. So we'll kind of see what comes of that. If he does not play, holy shit, watch out for CD and Tony Pollard. Tony uh, Pollard Tony Pollard might get a shit ton of run. He was playing in the slot last game. Yeah.
1: Realistically even um Cedric Wilson becomes like flex play territory. Yeah. Yep. The tight end. You so he probably was like,
0: start the streamable tight ends. You know they have top five upside. So I mean, yeah, Dal- no, that's, you that's score, a, you good score, point. you score a touchdown.
1: Dalton Schultz finds the end zone. Very, you know, very likely scenario if the, he's one of the few pass who's catchers the, there. They're playing the
0: Eagles.
2: Who's the starter? Jarrett or Schultz?
1: I think it's Schultz, but I think they're really splitting time.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say
0: if you looked at the snap percentages of those two, and I have not, I bet you it's very, very similar. I yeah. bet you they're on the field more often together.
2: I mean, and they're still gonna use tight ends. So right,
0: well, Dax.
2: Past the tight end quite a
0: bit. Quite a Schultz bit. is a seventy-three percent snap share last week. So while we had say he's the starter, then Jarwin at forty-seven. I think, I think they've both been on the field quite often. Yeah, they, yeah, um,
1: they were on the field the same, but um, or sorry, what I just said seventy-three forty-seven. But Jarwin had four targets, and uh, Schultz only had two. Yeah, so. that's a fumble. But fumble. Oh, it's going, yeah, no, it's going.
2: Yeah, uh, nope, it's going staying with Carolina. <laughs> Uh, oh, that sucks about CMC, man. That's, I
1: am bracket. like I can't even focus because I'm so despondent. Yeah, I w- about I was the gonna, CMC news. I
2: was gonna say you look, you look visually. Do you have off. CMC somewhere?
1: I have CMC in two leagues. I had the first overall pick in two leagues. Oh. I drafted CMC with that pick. But do you have Truba Hubbard? Yes, thank God. And then I also have Zeke Elliott in one of those leagues, so I can kind of deal with it. But the other league, I am fucked.
0: Fucked. Yeah.
1: That's a problem. I'm, I'm literally like thinking, like, who am I going to play? This I mean, week? I mean, it's such a problem for anybody who who has CMC. Um, it's honestly good that we're doing the podcast because if I was at home, I'd just be stewing in anger. My whole my walls would have holes in them. <laughs> All the
0: crickets. Oh, did they just fumble the ball again? No, he's good. The rare back to back fumble. No, no, he he. Uh, the tight end caught it, got hit, let the ball go, and then Chuba Hubbard picked it up. Oh, right. Dan Arnold. Uh, Tua out with fractured ribs, so uh, brisket sandwich, how you doing? Couple two, tray. how you doing? Probably
1: good for Will Fuller. I think we talked about this um, on Monday, but probably a better deep ball thrower than Tua. Probably not as good of a quarterback overall.
0: Yeah, I. so one of the things I noticed when uh, Jacoby took over was uh, he was fine in front of the program, Mike Kosicki, quite often.
2: Mm-hmm. And as, Tua was
0: not. As your inferior talented quarterbacks will do. Throw yes. your safety valve tight, end. tight, tight ends. Are, <laughs> tight ends are good. So I actually thought about picking up Mike Gesicki in in one league, but I I just traded away Elijah Mitchell. So for the memes, I'm trying to pick up Jaquez Patrick. I, but I <laughs> would say so like be like, oh, I just traded you the backup. I would say Gesicki
1: uh, bump. I would say Miles Gaskin bump. Salvin Ahmed bump. Like guys, Malcolm Brown bump. These guys are gonna get targets from Brisket because.
0: Right. Well, to. they they're they're going to be closer uh, yeah. you know to the line it's it's going to be interesting too because they've they've had so many design screens I feel like to Jalen waddle they want the ball in Jalen waddle's hands so Jalen waddle might but even have he does to look I great after the, the catch. thing
2: is is I think that everything changes Will Fuller there so i I, I really want to say. What you saw in the first two weeks for the Dolphins is really just going to all change, um, and I don't think Tua's back anytime soon. He looked visibly hurt. Yeah, it was originally a bruise. they called it a bruise then a fracture, and a, and I would not be surprised if it comes out that he had like a punctured lung at some point because he looked really hurt. And I know rib injuries, you know, they suck. You know, I've I've had one before, but he has, he yeah. had looked as an NFL football player like it was death. Yeah, they, I
0: mean. It's just you don't really want it to happen, right? I mean, so, no, it, no, not you know, at all. I'm just saying I don't, not, two, I don't think that two.
2: I don't think the two is going to be back anytime soon. I think I think he really is looking at like a two or three week thing.
1: Oh, fractured ribs! I fractured my ribs wakeboarding one time. I couldn't breathe
0: well for eight weeks. I we're couldn't not, sleep. We're, we're not professional athletes. Well, no, so, no. And I, yeah, I certainly don't have the. No, but, but they're right. Showing, they're showing it again just for more pain. <laughs> Yeah, zoom, zoom in on his hamstring. Yeah, but Watch, it. What? Oh, they're not going so, to show
2: So, But to get to that point, we're not taking pads and also tightening our ribs with it and putting on a flak jacket.
1: <laughs> I'm saying I couldn't sleep comfortably or breathe. He has to go play against play mammoth, like mammoth right. specimen athletes and get
0: right. rocked repeatedly because his O-line can't block. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, last bit of news we have is the Colts might be playing Eason or Hunley. I don't know who's who it is either way. Carson Wentz, we talked about it Tuesday. Carson Wentz is a He's a, tough, he's, he's a competitor. He wants right. to be on the field. Uh, he came out and said that his right ankle is notably worse than his left ankle. So he's got injuries to both ankles. One ankle seems Which fine. Which is the worst ankle for a quarterback that's a righty because that's right. your plant well, it's your, foot. It's your plant foot. Um, if I'm Frank Reich and I'm the Colts, I... I would IR the shit out of Carson Wentz. Yeah, I wouldn't let him have Put the option. Put him down to... for three weeks. Because, like, you were who were we talking about last week where it was like, oh, well, if you give him the option to go out there and play, he's probably going to try and play. It might, maybe it was even Carson Wentz well, I that I'm talking about. I, you just don't let him. No, if, someone he's coming out, if he's coming out and he's saying that his right ankle is worse, Jarvis shut Landry. him down. It was Translated, Jarvis Landry. You're right. right. The, the biggest concern here, Pittman looked great with Carson Wentz. Zach Pascal has looked great with Carson Wentz. Jonathan Taylor hasn't looked great, but he's been okay. Um, I mean, even the tight ends have been getting some some targets. Carson Wentz was making some of those pass catchers work. Eason and Hundley now, Zach Pascal can probably be dropped for the next six weeks. You might want to try and sell Pittman. High. I have no faith in these quarterbacks making these wide receivers relevant. Right. Yeah, I, I, I
1: think you are very likely to see Jonathan Taylor get a hugely increased role. Marlon Mack might be more involved. Naheem Hines will probably be more involved. Like yep. They might have to run the ball 40 times a game and hope that they can rely on their talented O-line, which they haven't done to this point in the season, so they should be fresh.
2: I, yep. I, mean, I will say, though, they are playing Tennessee this week, and their Jonathan's secondary season. is the worst in the league. So, yep. I mean, Tennessee is going to run the ball a lot. So that the Colts are not going to have the ball as much. They might. This game might finish in like an hour and a half. What's
0: the over under on this? Do we know? I want to go. I might. Yeah, I can find it right here. Um, It's forty eight. And to be fair, so I would take the under in this. (laughs) It (laughs) sounds. To to be fair to the
1: Titans secondary, they've played the Cardinals and the Titans. I mean, sorry, the uh, Cardinals and the Seahawks. Yeah, but again, you can only play the guys that line up in front of you. They were
0: bad last year,
1: right? They lost a lot. they, they
2: They lost a lot of defensive players too. They didn't bring anyone in. They right, had, they had no cap space. No, they, they brought this Julio Jones guy yeah. <laughs> yeah. in. So, somehow they could afford him. We're not going to play any defense, but we're
1: just going
0: to try to score more points. And that plan has not been going well. Uh, well, I mean, they would have scored seven more if the refs didn't suck. True. Um, All right, do we have any more news? Oh, no. Now yeah, he's, he's going the game, to the yeah. locker room. Yeah, he's out for the game. It, I didn't get the update that he was out for the game. I get the update that he I got, just had a hamstring injury per Fox, not out for game.
2: I have for you the name. Adam Beasley is the is a, a reporter on Twitter.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. So Tom Pellicero just retweeted uh, that Christian McCaffrey's been ruled out. I don't like that. No, that's not good. Yeah, Schefter tweeted it too, so it didn't wrap before. Okay, well, rip CMC. Uh, let's get into starting sets. Uh, my start of the week is not CMC. I think you should sit CMC this week. I don't think he should be in your starting lineup. Automatic I think hit. he's going to have a hamstring injury in the uh, first quarter of the Texans game. I lead this off, don't You're I? Beating I don't know You're beating I a dead
2: that. CMC right now. I
0: feel It sucks. This game's going to suck without him. Uh, <laughs> my start of the week is Tony Pollard. Uh, one of the reasons, and in my write-up, I, I put this in there, is so he doesn't have a lot of snaps, right? His, usia- his usage seems very, very gadgety, um, and I really don't want to look at Tony Pollard and say, hey, he's the 1B to Ezekiel Elliott. He's a nice flex play. He's whatever. But in all reality, when you watch him play in week one, he played 24% of the snaps. He looked solid. He had a handful of catches. Produced some some good yards. And then Kellen Moore gave him the ball more. He was on the field for 34% of the snaps. He had 13 carries. He had three or four catches, whatever it was in, in week two. I don't know what the number is off the top of my head. I should probably know that. He's my start. but And he scored a touchdown. My thought process behind this is that Amari Cooper's hurt. Michael Gallup's on on the bench. Tony Pollard has provided the spark that the Cowboys have been looking for every single time that he's been on the field. There's no reason for Kellen Moore to say, I- "I'm not going to give the guy the ball." Right? Like he's not giving Kellen Moore a reason to to bench him. He's only giving Kellen Moore reasons to put him on the field. He's on the field with Ezekiel Elliott. Right. This doesn't hurt Zeke at all. Why change? This makes Pollard an exciting flex play. I think I have him as a running back start. I'd be fine starting wherever. I just think that if you own Tony Pollard, he needs to be in your lineup some way, somehow, unless you're me in the Antoine Walker League where I'm deciding between him and, like, and Sutton (laughs) and Julio Jones. It's kind of going, eh, I don't know. But either way, Tony Pollard, I think, is a fine start this week. Yeah, we said from the beginning, like, pre-draft, like, he will have value as a flex
1: play individually independent of Zeke Elliott, regardless of he's healthy or not. He's not just a handcuff. Mm-hmm. That's come to fruition. And that's
0: the way it's shaking up right now. I mean, I would not be shocked to see a snap percentage get up into the 40s this
2: week. Yeah. And, I mean, play, it should. be the Yeah. They play the Eagles, so. All right. My start of the week is a player that just... <laughs> I just trashed this guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Sorry. Who Michael I'm so, Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, no, it, it was more or less because of the quarterback, and and that's kind of where my vote of confidence is because a lot of people are not starting him. Um, he's at a 32% start. Um, and somehow ECR or the consensus rank is wide receiver 39. Um, that I had yeah, it was wide receiver thirty nine. And he just came off the back of 123 yards, eight catches against one of the best corners in the league. Um, against the Rams, you know he was he was one that I was cautioning last week, and I think I even sat for Darnell Munia in one of my leagues because I just wasn't sure what his uh, situation was going to be against the Rams, and he ended up popping off. And, and granted, yeah, Carson Wentz was a quarterback at that time, but I mean this is definitely a breakout year for Michael Pittman. And you know T. Y. Hilton is still not playing. Zach Pascal is doing great, which is going to be able to take some of those targets or those uh, safeties and and other corners down. Pittman's realistically their, their their red zone guy. Uh, they don't have much else. Um, I mean, they they could put in Mo Alley-Cox, but at, at that point... Oh, big Mo Alley? At that point, within 10 yards, you know that he's a red zone guy. So, Michael Pittman's been playing his ass off. Um, regardless if it's Jacob Eason or Hunley it, it doesn't matter in my mind. I'm going to get the guy that I feel like is going to be... Uh, producing really well, we did just talk about that the you know Titans are going to have the ball a lot more. They are going to run it with Derrick Henry. He was you know killing it last uh, week, but you know ten, uh, Indianapolis's defense is a little bit better, um, and Michael Pittman is playing. I mean the the secondary for Tennessee is is been decimated. So so I I just feel like there's a a good. While game script might not be in his favor and quarterback may not be in his favor, I think Michael Pittman deserves the respect to be in your starting lineup this week.
0: He He's that. So real quick, he's like that possession receiver that Indy thrives on having, right? Like Indy's always had that possession guy. And I think Pittman plays the role perfect with the element of going well, deep and scoring big and boxing guys out. He's also huge. He's like Reggie right? Wayne.
2: Well, it's not even so much that too. I mean, like, he is a close comp to Alshon Jeffrey, where Reichs thrived with when he was offensive coordinator yeah. in Philadelphia.
1: Yeah, 100%. I mean, that's why I had him as a, uh, an, an ad of the week, even with, you know, Wentz p- probably not playing. I think it's a great week to snag him. If you can, he's still very low owned in, in leagues. Like, if you go and grab him right now, get, he was, him, get him for free.
2: He was 60% owned, um, and there's a big change, but he's still only 32% started, so there's not really that vote of confidence somehow. Yeah. I don't get it. But even
1: 60% on, more likely than not, you can go and add him in your league, 40% of leagues. I mean, almost half the league, you can go grab him for absolutely nothing because nobody's going to... If you haven't added him already this week, you're not going to add him because you heard that Jacob Eason's playing quarterback. So, not a bad uh, situation Being My start of the week, Melvin Gordon, and I put in my note when I wrote this up, this could easily be Javante Williams. Either one, and I think both play very well this week. Last week, they had almost identical touches, almost identical... They did have identical production, so... The Broncos just look content to run two running backs, and and it's a fantastic approach from an NFL standpoint. Probably not the best situation for owners to be in week to week, but this week against the Jets in fantasy, both running backs, Melvin Gordon and Javon Williams should pop. I think Melvin Gordon probably ends up with the better day overall. They seem to be using him down on the goal line, but in some gadgety pass plays as well. I'm intrigued by his upside, especially knowing that Denver should lock down the Jets offense, and then the game script's gonna favor a heavy run attack. They shouldn't need to throw the ball forty times. If they do, I would be shocked. If they lose to the Jets, I would be shocked. Melvin Gordon should be a lock in your lineups. He's only forty five percent started, too. So like what the yeah, fuck do well, you doing, I think? People? I think a
0: lot of people are a lot of people have said sell Melvin Gordon. Don't don't have Melvin Gordon. Uh would you start them separately in both lineups? Like it, I was thinking about both Ugh. of these guys that like if you have one of them, they should both be in your starting lineup, I would think.
1: Yeah, there's no reason not to. I mean,
0: not they're, they're the not the same lineup, but if you have one or the other, start them both.
1: Yeah, they're not giving you huge production, though. Like, they're still around that 9 to 13 point range consistently. But this week, yes, I would start both of them. Like, no questions asked. The right. Jets suck, and they should be up big. Like, Zach Wilson comes off a four-pick game. Mm-hmm. The Broncos are just as good of a defense as the Patriots, so there's no reason they can't do that again. They won't do that again. Mm-hmm. Scotty's start is uh, Tyson Williams. Yeah, I think his his point is pretty concise. It's just like he's the running back that's been on the field for Baltimore. He's the one that's earned it. He's running well. He's running the best out of anybody, and the Ravens still love to run the ball. So all things being equal, he's the guy to start. You, I mean, you shouldn't be messing around with a Devontae Freeman. You shouldn't be messing around with Latavius Murray. Tyson Williams is the guy. Um and he faces the Lions. I mean, don't let's not let's not forget that he's facing the right. Lions, who just gave a four touchdowns to uh, Aaron Jones. So if right. somebody
0: in the Raven backfield is going to get it, it's Tyson. Mm-hmm. Tommy, you sit. Oh, my sits. Daryl Henderson. Uh, I'm sitting Daryl Henderson. Even even if he plays, I mean the guy the guy's banged up. He has not looked great. I don't think. Uh, I had some stats here, but apparently I've I've lost them. You can go to TopShelfFantasy.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TopshelfFantasy to see. Exactly, all the stats on Daryl Henderson. And, and you would say if he sits, it's just as easy, Sonny as Michelle. Yeah, I mean, and I can I can interchange this. If he ends up being out, I'll I'll change the sit. But right now, it's it's sitting Daryl Henderson. One, he's hurt. Two, he's playing Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay looks on paper like they're one of the easier run defenses. Uh, I guarantee you, they are not. Um, I don't know if people have watched <laughs> their games, but they're they're good. Um, I'm not willing to allow Daryl Henderson to throw up the five point spot in my RB two when I have a Tony Pollard or a Melvin Gordon or a Tyson Williams to sit on my bench just because Daryl Henderson's the bigger name and maybe you can argue a better offense. I I just put him down on the bench, especially because he's hurt. But if he if he gets to end up ruled out. Head over to TopShellFantasy.com. I'll, I'll help replace this sit with somebody else. Well, and, and
1: Tampa probably looks good because Cordell Patterson scored two touchdowns last week, and he happens to be a running back. But he didn't do it as a running back. Right. Well, so. he did it as a wide receiver. And <laughs> right.
0: Was, I think one of them was a shovel pass, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, okay, it doesn't really count. But cool. Yahoo can't make that differentiation between how he scored a touchdown. It's just position. Well, they only have one rushing touchdown. So one of the, okay. the Cordell Patterson uh, touchdowns must have been through the air, but...
2: My set of the week is Miles Sanders. Um, I don't really feel all that confident uh, that he's going to be able to put up a good game in a positive game script. It is going to be a negative game script for the running attack. Um, Not for running backs, because I like Kenneth Gainwell in this matchup, but because they're playing Dallas, Philadelphia's defense is not that great, and I feel like the Dallas is going to be up early. Um, things may even out a little bit if Amari Cooper does sit but I don't know if the attack really changes all that much it isn't it is a division matchup so it should be a little bit closer uh, closer and you know I do expect Philadelphia to be playing from behind at least in, in at that part um, Miles Sanders has had uh, attempts in the teens each of his first two weeks uh, however against Atlanta he you know you know, outside of the two point conversion, he didn't really do too much else. He got 70 yards, and last week he had 55 yards against San Francisco. Um, I do expect more Kenneth Gainwell and less Miles Sanders in this game, and that's that's the reason for my sit this week. Um, you know, he it is trending in that direction too. A lot of the consensus, you know, percentage start it is going down. Uh, I'll be at one percent. It's going down. Um,
0: yeah. He also and sorry to cut you off, Craig, but uh he also had one run for like what thirty yards, forty yards in week one. So you okay. take that take that away from week one and he it looks his he, season looks bad. And and you not
2: know? not that this matters much early, but <clears throat> he did pop up on the injury report, limited in practice today, uh with the chest injury. So if it's another if it is a rib thing like we've been seeing, that'll that'll be a big problem. Can't breathe. That he can't run. Can't breathe, can't run. I love I really
0: do like Gainwell a lot too. And I like Miles Sanders, I, but um, I would love I'll to tell see Gainwell. i you right Gainwell. So I
2: have Gainwell as a start uh this is after that uh Scotty had him as a sleeper. Uh just it just sounds like everything's moving in the right direction for Gainwell. Um, I'm, I'm on, I'm on the wagon while, while I was, while I was running behind it very slowly before I'm, I'm now on it. I, <laughs> I, I, I caught up st- to I've the wagon. Tring, driving Tring this thing. Yeah. 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 Corey's Cor- Cor- like, hop on Cor-
0: kid. I'll slow down yeah. for you. Yeah,
2: exactly. Corey Cor- had the, uh, three horses he was whipping and he's like, he's like, Hey, we're going to slow down a little bit. This guy's not exactly fast. <laughs> so, uh,
0: fun story. I had picked two Oh one in another dynasty league and, uh, or two Oh four or something like that. And I sat there, and I sat there, and I was like, I don't want to make this fucking pick. I don't want to make this pick. It was at the fireworks, and I go, all right, if Kenneth Gainwell falls, I'll take it. Kenneth Gainwell gets traded, and I was like, literally, somebody give me a second in, like, five years from now. I don't give a shit. I was like, I don't want to pick anymore the second that Gainwell was gone. It wasn't in uh, It was in uh, another Dynasty League, but that was your sit of the week. I, I love this sit, by the way.
1: Yeah, so Scotty boned me on this one. I, I had Clyde edwards hilaire and then he flipped my... So, uh, my flex and, and my sit from running back and essentially erased all of my sweet points that I made about CEH. So I'm doing this on the fly here, but CEH has not seen the ball enough to be in your starting lineup. Somehow, some way, 79% of you are still starting him. And maybe that's strictly based on where you drafted him. Maybe it's the rest of your roster composition. You have to start me. I don't have anybody else. I get it. But this guy is not seeing the ball enough to warrant you starting him. If he goes out and gives you 13 carries for, 20 yards 30 yards he sees one or two catches max that's not viable he's seeding ground to jarek mckinnon he's seeding ground to darrell williams he's seeding ground to the fucking fullback mike burton we've seen him out there a lot i don't see a way that you can have ceh in your lineup that he doesn't hurt you especially not this week and especially not when kc has been throwing the ball as much as they have and ceh can't seem to be a part of that which makes no sense because he was one of the best receivers ever coming out of the running back position from college so I'm at a loss. I wish he was better. I like Ceh. I want to see him do good. He's one of my favorite players coming out of college, but he's not playable right now. He just straight up isn't. Yeah, so seventy nine percent of you are fucking wrong.
2: He was being um, compared to the likes of like Matt Forte, uh, that kind of running back. Um, we have not seen. Oh, who was that. The, the, not who was that. the Eagles? Brian Westbrook. Brian Westbrook. Oh, that, that was, was, the, na- that that was, was the, the name. That was the name because that Andy Reid. Was Andy the coach, said.
0: And, he, and Andy Reid had said that.
2: But yeah, no, it's not good. And I'm a CEH owner and I'm I'm considering trying to trade him low before it gets lower. Um because know. you know, we talked about it. The, the
1: old sell low.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, it's a it's a sell low, but like, you know Cut your losses. At, at this point, he's his name still carries enough weight where you're still able to get like an RB two um or three that could be on the rise, you know, there's not many this season, but uh Damian Harris is an, is a name that comes to mind that, you know, doesn't have that name but might be in that echelon right now. But wait a week if he does bad again, we're talking he's untouchable. We're talking nobody wants him—not just for the next couple of weeks, but for the season because you've seen three straight weeks in a row of him not doing well. If that—if that is the case, um, it's a death sentence almost because fantasy owners what they remember the most is what happens in the first couple of weeks of the season.
0: Yeah, I—I've never been a C.E.H. guy. I don't want to say that I saw this coming. But it's it there there the likelihood of this getting worse before it gets better is closer <laughs> closer to eighty Higher, percent yeah. uh, than it is the other way.
2: Um, we just saw a so uh, touchdown. Uh, Davis Mills to Anthony Miller. Scotty, Scotty, so happy. Scotty! Right now. Scotty, Scotty, and then, Scotty? And then, and then I don't He's know right what happened if they went for two or if the kick the extra point was missed. But bombs. Yeah, we were 7, talking 16, about we were right. talking about ch.
1: Scott's of the week. Yeah, Devin Singletary. You can take this. I don't know why he's sitting him, but It was also his sell, um, sell high of the week. He came up a huge week last week, but was mostly on one big run. His point is that without that big run, it's not a huge week. He doesn't really have that great of a game, and Zach Moss is getting the goal line work. Yep. So all of that going together and the understanding that Josh Allen is truly their goal line back in short yardage situation running back, Singletary is not going to be able to reproduce what he did the week before. So first of all, he said, I hope you can sell him. So now he's saying just sit him if you have him. Washington's run defense is good. I don't know. No, I a- mean
2: the, oh, the the points are there. Like, I I think you'd be pretty ballsy to sit him um, at least for what he's play. for well, what he's done. But I, I but the see, points are there.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I can see where Scotty's coming from now. I just brutally murdered everyone with a yawn on uh, you never I didn't want hear that. that. I didn't um, hear that. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I agree with all those points. I totally forgot that Zach Moss vultured the two touchdowns like a little prick. And also an interesting point, me and Scott are going
1: head-to-head this week for our tight end sit versus start. I'm starting Max Williams. He's sitting Max Williams.
2: Shocking and bet on the line. We already talked about it. Ooh, shit. She's that's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I can see him as a start. As I said, it's like,
1: well. What, like my main point in my write-up is like, listen, I've been fooled by this guy before, and I'm ready to get hurt again. Because <laughs> you starting him. Seven for seven, 94 yards. I want the targets. I want the he, yardage. I want him to score maybe. Did
2: he play in Baltimore for a while? I feel like
1: he did. Yeah. And yeah. he was with the Giants And he's also he's
2: reasons. also like 300 pounds, isn't he? Isn't he massive? No, he's Huge. not that big. He's, oh, he's a big he's boy, but he's fast,
1: though. He's like a burner. I'll give you, I'll give you his measurements. No, I could have
2: sworn Max Williams was like the like six foot seven, two hundred and ninety pound tight. End he's 6'4",
1: 254, but he runs like a four like
2: four. He's a thinking, a I only know Williams this I'm because he's of... my Madden tight end. He's got like ninety six feet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Speaking of Madden tight ends, you know what I found out? You can actually move this year, you can move um um He ran uh, a four seven eight, so I, I'm a little hyperbole. I believe it's it's uh, the, the Isaiah Wynn. You can move him to tight end. He's actually pretty decent. <laughs> Classic. Really? He should do
1: it with Ronnie Stanley when the uh, Baltimore
0: I
2: think I, th- I think it's Isaiah Wynn. Either way, there's a tight end this year that uh, you move him to tight end. He's a 78. Love to see it. All right, Tommy, babe. Sleepers. Sleepers.
0: Quint- I got the uh, Quintez Cephas. Uh, I, li- I like this guy. I like this wide receiver. You? No way. Um... I don't know if you've seen the Quintez Cephas uh, non-catch uh, contested ball. Well, it's about jump, highlights. Whatever he wants. <laughs> go, go to Twitter and just type in Quintez Cephas. You'll see it. He did not catch the ball, but holy shit did this man get up. You want to talk about an over 43-inch vert? That was insane. And if uh, King did not have his arm pinned down, that was a catch. Cephas... Seems like the big man that the Lions have been looking for, and Jared Goff seems to have noticed. He's targeted Quintez Cephas already a handful of times in the end zone. Quintez Cephas is playing down the field. I like Cephas as a flex play if you're desperate, if you need a sleeper. I I like what Cephas does. I'm not afraid to put Cephas in the lineup if if you need to, um, based on the last couple of weeks, so. That highlight was unreal. I'm 30? sorry.
2: That was no. It was it was an immediate. Everyone's texting each other like, "Wow, yeah. he caught that." Thirty-eight and a half inch vertical at the combine.
1: Ninety-nine percent of people never hit forty in their life, and he probably hit it there. Right. Then it on that a, jump. That then was a
2: big jump. He, yeah. he tried his best, Odell. Oh yeah. Uh, so my sleeper of the week is Devonte Smith, um, or Devonta Smith. Excuse me. Um, he plays Dallas, which is you know obviously going to be again what I've kind of mentioned. Um, in the situation with Miles Sanders, where I don't think it's going to be a good running attack, I think it's going to be a, a better passing attack. Jalen Hurts has definitely proved uh, his worth the first two weeks of the season. Devontae Smith has also been involved quite a bit. He's had eight targets and seven targets in the last two weeks, uh, respectively. Uh, while his first game, he got that first touchdown. His uh, you know second week was a lot lower, two point six points. But again, you know we're we're talking about. a a game that that really should have uh, or or hit the over um and it is it's it's divisional um it could go either way but at the same point they are going to try and show their their best you know players on the field I, i really do feel like this is one of those times that you know everyone tries to show their their shiny toys on monday night football and um, you know Demonte Smith is, I, I think, good for a touchdown. Whether whether he doesn't have you know the big receiving day, hundred yards, whatever, uh, I think he gets a touchdown in this one. And that that's why I have him as a sleeper here.
0: Very fair points.
1: I have Freddie Swain as my sleeper.
0: I thought this was Freddie Swain when I was entering the. Uh, I was like, <laughs> I feel like Swain isn't right, but Swan isn't it? But okay. <laughs>
1: Stop looking so, at me, Swain. <laughs> so he dropped uh, an 18.5-point game last week, five catches, five uh, five targets, five catches, 95 yards, scored a touchdown, was involved with, on one rushing attempt for five yards. He's done that two weeks in a row on the rushing attempt. So they got that in the playbook. The big thing for me here is he put up 18.5 points while the Seahawks are desperately looking for that third wide receiver on their team. Dwayne Eskridge is still sidelined with a concussion, didn't practice today again, probably isn't going to play on Sunday. So Swain needs this this game to pop big again, to show that he can be consistently that guy in this offense. If he can solidify a role, what do we, I mean, then, then he's the wide receiver three going forward. It doesn't matter when Eskridge gets back. Cause he's, he's lost his job. Uh, he's got a back injury. It's going to hamper him in practice all week. You're going to see him on the injury report. It's probably gonna be questionable, but he's not missing this game. So walk him in sleeper, probably scores a touchdown again. He's nasty best to ever do it. And mostly because you have to, <laughs> you have to cover Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. That's why he's going to have a value,
0: a valuable role. Scotty's taking uh, Kenneth Gainwell as a sleeper, but Craig can talk the, about it. So the yeah, no, it also
2: he's, gonna be he's yours? yeah, he's going to be a star of mine. Um, he, I was actually like, oh, I am going to move him to sleeper because I can, but I really feel that confident in Kenneth Gainwell this week. I really do think that there is going to be a lot miles, lot less Miles Sanders, and a lot more Kenneth Gainwell. And and again, we've talked about it. the The bandwagon is just going to get more full and more full. You know, we're, we we uh, while we're going through in um, the the West, there was was that old game. Good Lord. I, Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail. That that Scurvy? that
0: Did they just throw Miles Sanders outside of the uh, outside of the bucket because that, he got a, sand, a snake bite? Yeah, that, He didn't get enough medicine from the town you just visited. Exactly. Are you fucking kidding me? That's exactly. a rookie Ken, move. Kenneth Ganwell's the one
2: movie. going out and getting bison. So he's 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 the guy that we're all going to be going. <laughs> he's with. providing for the family. He's providing <laughs> for the family. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, I really do expect he's been on the field a lot more. Boston Scott's an afterthought. He's no longer part of the system. And I I. I it, I think it's just going to be a great game. I think it could be a breakout game for him. Love it. Uh, Dart throws. Darties. Is
0: very quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anthony Schwartz. Schwartz. No Jarvis. O'Jell's coming back first week back no no uh no uh I want to say coordination but that's not the right word I feel like with Baker Mayfield rapport yeah, yeah rapport you know what I'm saying Connection. couple two Trey how you doing Anthony Schwartz targets could lead to like 70 80 yards that could whip me Dart throw you want you want a guy that maybe could get you eight points that's great I mean he, he might get you zero <laughs> uh, probably will get you zero but uh yeah I'm going with
2: Anthony Schwartz uh, if there's not a theme of this podcast for me, it's uh, definitely evident I'm starting my Eagles. And that's uh, last year's darling Greg Ward, uh, who was the wide receiver one last year is now found himself as the wide receiver four this year because uh, uh, who was it Quez Watkins has uh, actually taken the job from him. But I think that they're gonna need uh, Greg Ward this week, and I, I think there's a good shot that he uh, pops off. If uh, the secondary for Dallas is it's young, um, it's not, you know, otherworldly, but it's not awful either. Um, Even so Trayvon
1: Diggs doesn't look that good I mean he's supposed to be their big guy there
2: They got another guy too But it's another rookie They're, they're very unaware So yeah. I think I think the fourth fourth wide receiver might sneak one out
1: I've got Chris Hogan Remember him the lacrosse player He's coming back to football With the Saints to play his old team The Patriots Revenge game I've decided that for dart throws this year I'm only doing revenge games
2: until a fullback plays until a revenge I, game. Until
1: I literally can't do one. But Chris Hogan, I already I put it in my write up. Book it. He's scoring a touchdown this week on some sort of weird, stupid play that Sean Payton's going to drop just to twist the knife into into Bill Belichick because they're buddies and he wants to do that. and It's hilarious.
0: Taysom Hill, Scotty's dark throw. Yeah. Taysom Hill to Chris Hogan revenge game. Bada bing, bada boom. Scotty and what is tie the what shotgun.
2: If? Here's a play. We get a double pass. Jameis Winston to Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan throws it to Taysom Hill for a touchdown. Oh shit! Yeah. Then Taysom Hill out scores me that sack of shit. <laughs> He's the receiver. He'll get six oh, points no. for a touchdown versus four. Oh no! But well, he probably fumble. True. Then he fumbles. Then and Chris fumbles. Hogan picks
0: it up. <laughs> who gets credited on a double pass? It's got to be Chris Hogan. It's right? the second. Yeah, it's the the second, second so so it's like the the Saints had one receiving touchdown. Oh wow, James scored a touchdown, but he didn't. But yeah. he didn't. Well, it's but
1: like when, didn't. when when because uh, it
2: has to be a backwards pass, which is a lateral. Right. When <laughs> Mac Jones
0: threw it to or gave it to James
1: White, and then James White threw it back to Mac Jones. James White didn't get any passing yards.
2: That's so. true. Remember when his Mac Jones's first pass in the NFL was backwards? <laughs> Boy, <Attaboy. laughs> I'm looking. I'm sitting there like, oh, didn't, great start. Didn't count. <laughs> didn't count as a pass attempt, but it
0: realistically was. Uh, all right. Well, that's our that's our starting sits for week three. We're looking good. I'm yeah, happy. I, I really mean, like I good. like some of these cats. Like a, I'm at like a fifty percent uh, start right now. Or no, I'm lower than that, right? Because of, no, you uh, ended up you. Okay. Oh no! 50, 50 I, I, I no I included my sleeper. That's what it was. So so I'm a little below fifty percent. Where are you at? So everybody, I'm at sixty percent. You're at sixty,
2: which is which is better than what I was last year. However, my sleeper is where the problem is because I was ninety three percent accurate last year at sleeper. So are yeah. we I counting one sleepers, wrong? So I can't be wrong the rest of the year.
1: When we do hits miss, we're counting sleepers. We're just we're tracking no, we're not dart counting throw separately. Well then, we're all wrong because we all have eleven in here. We should have ten. No, yeah. no, 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 no. You're six no, no, no. and five, six and five. Yeah, four, well, five, and the, two.
2: Someone put one in for me, then that's wrong because okay. I put my own in and I was six and four.
0: Yeah, okay. so so it's fine. So we just need to build some logic into the formula that yeah. excludes the sleeper, which is fine. But we, you know, it is or we what could it is. you know learn the addition all, of single all, digit numbers. That'd be yeah. You know, either I mean, way, it'd be good. <laughs> uh, Anyway, I mean, hey, listen, we're giving starts and sits uh, of guys that are likely on your waivers (laughs) or on your bench. So, yeah, yeah, we're not giving giving you the Yahoo. I was going to say, I need to take my weekly shot. NFL.com, was that who Scotty said this week? Yeah. If you need some advice,
1: Saquon Barkley and JT, uh, Jonathan Taylor, are your starts of the week. So, have fun with that. That's super helpful. Thanks. Did did you guys draft them in the first round? Okay, yeah, no shit, you're starting them. Yeah, fucking idiots.
0: Uh, We have a thing here at TSF. Start your studs. Uh, and it should be a rule of yours, so you can probably go ahead and forfeit listening to ESPN uh, and all those big guys. NFL.com, shut down their shit. Come over yeah. to TopShellFantasy.com, sign up on the website. We're gonna start getting some shit out there. We we got we've been talking to the ball um, the book burners about doing some. Uh, not DFS. Yeah, DFS. DFS stuff. The, uh, we're going to get more betting stuff out there. We want to get it to two, our subscribers dilly, dilly only. We don't. I was going to say, that's going to be... A-
1: Do we check
0: the... What did we hit last week? For the, or what did the
1: burners hit last week? It was even. Or no, okay, no we were even. it was even.
2: That's stuff. But last either
1: week. way, we want to start building that. We want to start getting you guys the bets early. We want to start getting you the bets privately. We don't want to put it all out on social media so the whole world's shifting lines on you and the whole world starts betting them. We want to get it... To our subscribers, to our preferred listeners, to our guys right. that well, we are want, interacting with us, we want you to win some fucking money, right?
0: Well, and that's still that's, plus three hundred bucks on the year for hundred dollar better. I was gonna say uh, right now the the burners are up and the burners are up quite a bit. Yeah. Um, so if you're into sports betting, head on over. And I think we also want to start mixing in some college. Uh, College football stuff. So
1: Bobby's Baldi getting it. in on that, and he's hot on
0: it. I've uh, actually, so
2: I, I said one one point of emphasis I said it to Corey a little early in the season was I wanted to watch more college football this year, and I have caught four games already in the first three weeks. So I've actually already yeah, maybe, I've already fulfilled my my promise to myself. <laughs> maybe
0: you can chip in on some of the uh, bets for college. I
2: football. I have not a first thing to talk about on college football other than Penn State. Okay. Penn State <laughs> So
0: those games Are all Penn State games. I'm gonna take three, the, three of them Were Penn State I we take The over-under On Jerry uh, Sandusky's Fancy
1: Years game. in jail Remaining <laughs> Prior God. to parole Is he dead yet uh,
0: <laughs> Is John Gruden Fired yet oh. uh, Top Shell Fantasy Top Shell Fantasy Twitter, Instagram Facebook Top Shelf F And T-S-Y <laughs> Top Shell
2: Fantasy Stay Fluid stay <laughs>